0: the Everything About Business Zoning podcast. We'll be talking about all the things business and baking. Everything from flour to selling baking and bakery goods. I hope you like and subscribe and let's get started. So this isn't your normal podcast. It's really about baking, desserts, management, and obviously business zoning. This is going to be about what you need to do to succeed as a baker and or a business owner. And as young as you are as me, this will be a bit of a challenge. So mainly this podcast will be about starting a business and what you or I could be making out of this business. For some people, this may not be your your route in this world, or what you want to do in your life. This is something that is really tricky for people to figure out. What do you want to be or even do as a career choice? Business management is mine, so why not just document this journey, but also to help others in my situation as well? I mean, I guess. So one thing that you really need to figure out, especially trying to make a business out of yourself, is finance. It's mostly about the financial part for the first couple episodes. The reason why is because finance is a big thing in this world and you need it to survive. For for example, you have to have money to pay your car insurance, gas, or even a house mortgage. How are you going to do that if you can't make a business be successful or even have a decent job? So that's another reason this podcast is here today. Hey y'all, it's Bree again. Um, so we're a couple days late right over here. No, sorry. But one thing that we are going to do is question years. Sorry about my voice. It's getting cold here in North Dakota. And from a girl that's from Louisiana, that's kind of iffy. So our first question starting off is, what is a business owner? That is one of the most main questions probably asked alongside a business. So a business owner is someone who is in charge of running a company. Many business owners come into ownership by purchasing a business from its previous owner or acquiring a company through a partnership. One popular type of a business owner is an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are who found their own company based on a unique idea. Business owners and entrepreneurs typically oversee businesses, business or businesses, business operations and procedures in a company and manage employees to ensure their work reflects the company's values and mission. So that's kind of just a little paragraph on what a business owner is. Now we're going into some general questions and questions about experience and background. First things first, you will be asked, when did you start your business? Why did you decide to become a business owner? What is your mission and start of the company? These are a lot of main questions you will be asked as a business owner, especially as a small one, because a lot of people tend to be skeptical. How many employees does your company have? What services or products would you offer? How would you advertise your business? Advertising your business can be a little tough at some points. Because you have to find the right people. You have to find the right locations. You can use billboards of the internet. And there's just so many different ways. Next question is, how do you use any professional services for your business? Or do you use any professional services for your business? I know this website that offers business help, tailor Brands. I'm pretty skeptical of it, but I might try it out will you? What made you choose your company's location? What made you be so passionate about what you do? What are your company goals? And What made you choose to start the company in this industry? These are all like major, major questions. So we're going to get on to questions about the experience and background and a little Let's take a little break and we'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's Bree again. Um so we're a couple of days right over here. No, sorry. But one thing that we are going to do is questionnaires. Sorry about my voice. It's getting cold here in North Dakota. And from a girl that's from Louisiana, that's kind of easy. So our first question starting off is, what is a business owner? That is one of the most main questions probably asked alongside a business So, a business owner is someone who is in charge of running a company. Many business owners come into ownership by purchasing a business from its previous owner or acquiring a company through a partnership. One popular type of a business owner is an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are who found their own company based on a unique idea. Business owners and entrepreneurs typically oversee businesses business or businesses, business operations and procedures in a company and manage employees to ensure their work reflects the company's values and mission. So, that's kind of just a little paragraph from what a business owner is. Now we're going into some general questions, and questions about experience and background. First things first, you will be asked, when did you start your business? Why did you decide to become a business owner? What is your mission to start of the company? These are a lot of main questions you will be asked as a business owner, especially as a small one, because a lot of people tend to be skeptical. How many employees did your company have? What services or products would you offer? How would you advertise your business? Advertising your business can be a little tough at some points because you have to find the right people. You have to find the right locations. You can use billboards of the internet. And there's just so many different ways. The next question is, how do you use any professional services for your business? Or do you use any professional services for your business? I know this website that offers business help, tailor Brands. I'm pretty skeptical of it, but I might try it out, will you? What made you choose your company's location? What made you be so passionate about what you do? What are your company goals? And what made you choose to start the company in this industry? These are all like major, major questions. So, we're going to get on to questions about the experience and background in a little. So, after a little musical break, we are now going into questions about experience and background. And some of these I may be answering. So you always need some type of interview question about experience in the background. You need to be able to tell if the interviewer the interviewee is good for the business or not. So, yeah. Interview questions about experience and background can tell an interviewer about business owners experiences in business and their business decisions. Here are some Questions about experience and background that might come up in an interview for a business owner. How long have you worked in the business management industry? Have you ever managed any companies before you own? How do you acolyte resources at your business? How much of your company's business is attributed to your top customers? Does your company utilize any performance rewards? How does your business compare to competitors in the market? What does your company offer in terms of pay to employees? Do you have previous experience in the market or industry? How do you generate... Customer referrals. That one's a tough one. What changes have you made in your business strategy over the past few years? So I know with me, I just started out my little small business. It's not really a business quite yet. I'm still learning, but, you know, it could be one one day. Next up, we have some in-depth questions. These ones I feel like are really important because... They kind of form the shape of your business, besides so basic questions. Some interviewers may ask in-depth questions about a company's performance or defining characteristics. Here are a few in-depth questions a business owner might answer in an interview about their company. How do you come up with the name for your company? For me, that's easy. Free fakes. I go by Brie. it's my name, and I bake. So, Bree bakes. How would you describe your company's workplace culture? Does your business give back to your community? It'd be pretty cool if it did. I'm hoping mine can. What is unique about your company? What kind of corporation is your business? What qualities do you look for in new employees? These are questions that you don't have to answer But, you know, for society and for the sake of it, it would be nice. How much time do you spend working on your business each day? Who are your primary competitors in your market? How would you describe your company's success so far? So far for me, in my opinion, my company's success hasn't gone anywhere. But, you know, it could be. How much time did it take for your company to own profit? That's a big question because for some people it takes a week, a day, and for others it takes years too. So don't be intimidated if somebody else is getting profit and you're not. When did you get the idea or where, for the matter of fact, did you get the idea for your business? Sometimes businesses just pop up in your head. Names just pop up in your head. Sometimes you really have to work for it and find what you like. You know, that's okay because there's all kinds of different paths for all kinds of different people. So where did you get the idea for your business? An interviewer might ask this question to learn about the reasoning behind your business and to understand why you started it. Knowing the reason for starting a company can also give interviewers insight to your own values and ways of thinking, as it can highlight or thought, process, and identify observations in society that you find important, not anybody else, you. To answer this question, you can discuss some reasons for starting your business, such as observing a need in the market. Having an idea for a new product or a personal experience that just relates to the business you own in life. Why does your company serve? An interviewer might ask this question to determine how familiar a business owner is with their market. As some business owners are entrepreneurs, this question can tell an interview about why someone starts a company, especially if the reasoning is based in the need in the market. To answer the question, you can identify which market your company operates operates in and out and point aspects of the market that your business can serve directly. What's your company's mission statement? I know this wasn't as big one, especially around the South. But how about up here in the north? I mean, I know there's small towns up here in the north, and it's always thank you for supporting your local grocery store, or thank you for supporting your local town business owners. But, I mean, what about where I want to put my business? That's a big thing around here, the small businesses but you have enough people to support them down here, so I don't think that's a big deal. So what is your company's mission statement? A company's mission statement can tell the public about its business, production, and society goals, along with plans for reaching both short-term and long-term goals. When answering this question, you can refer to your company's existing mission statement if you already have one prepared or discuss some of your company's core values in more general language. How did you secure funding for your business? Funding is a really big thing that we talked about in the first couple episodes. That is your main income. You need funding to make funding. So, let's start out. As business owners and entrepreneurs work at the head of the company, their ability to make financial decisions can help business and more profitable and achieve financial success. However, it begins with funding. You can discuss methods you use to find secure funding for your company and its projects. What makes your business unique? Emphasis on the your Knowing what to makes a business original market also tell an interview about interviewer sorry about that. About which aspects of the business the owner finds most valuable because it asks the owner to identify elements of their company that they consider to be special. Not anybody else, but them. When answering this question, you can use personal examples to describe unique aspects of your business and just show how they contribute to your company's success. So we are now in the near of the end of the episode. Sorry about that background noise that you hear. I'm recording out in the hallway the school. So, I want you to just think about the questions. Write them down on a piece of paper if you feel like it, if it helps you. But business owning does come with a lot of stress. So, I'd say, beware. Ooh. Another common business problem that I think there definitely is, is just the amount of conflict and the amount of time that is given for that business to succeed. Here's a four-step method for just common business problem solving. Identify the details of the problem. Gather enough information to accurately define the problem. Two, creatively brainstorm solutions, alone or with a team. Say every solution you can think of, and you'll often need to write them down because it might be a lot of solutions. Three is to evaluate the solutions and make a decision. Compare and contrast alternative solutions based on the visibility of each one, including the resources needed to give the implement. All right? For us to just take action, write up a detailed plan for implementing the solution. Get the necessary approvals and put them into action. Business problem solving works best best when it is approached through a consistent system in which individuals should identify and define the problem, prioritize the problem based on the size, potential impact, and urgency, complete a root cause analysis, develop a variety of possible solutions, evaluate possible solutions, and decide which is most effective. Plan and implement the solution. There's a lot of problems in this world, and we don't need one more to add on to that. So, we'll talk in the next episode. Bye. So, so far in our nerve journey so far throughout this podcast, we've talked about everything about business zoning, basics one and basics part two. We've talked about most asked business questions and problem solving. So, what else is there to talk about? All right. So, as my research has come upon, I have gathered somewhat of research. One of the sites that I'm currently on is for And it's based off of North Dakota. I live in the state of North Dakota, so why not? Five reasons to open a business in North Dakota. This was published on June fifth, two thousand nineteen. Why should you start a business in North Dakota? Number one, booming economy. North Dakota's economy may—sorry, North Dakota's economy may still be small in comparison to the rest of the nation, but it's growing above average pace, according to the recent report of the Brookings Institute institution, North Dakota now leads the nations on several economic indicators. It also boasts one of the lowest unemployment rates in the country. Since 2008, the financial crash, North Dakota's GDP per capita has risen 3% annually, the fastest in the country. And productivity in the state has grown at a rate of 2.4% Per year, while the nation's average was flat, which, you know, is pretty big considering it's North Dakota. Although North Dakota's recent prosperity has in part been driven by an aggressive move into oil exploration, its growing economy, economy provides a welcoming climate for small business owners. North Dakota is a very, very tax friendly environment, meaning, you know, it's not a lot of tax that comes through here. Importantly, the state also keeps corporate tax rates low, the highest rate of tax in, in 2018 4.3% 4.3% on an annual earning that exceeds $50,000, which mean mm, tax here isn't a whole lot, that's for sure. There's a lot of land here, and on that point said, there's a lot of opportunity to build business. If you live in a small town like I do here in North Dakota, or anywhere in the world for that matter, you know that small businesses are definitely one major thing to be proud of. In my little small town here up in northern North Dakota, about half an hour away from Canada, roughly. Our small businesses are everything. Our whole town is practically made up of small businesses. The only big business I'd say that we'd have is Dollar General, and we just got that about three years ago. Consider offering, uh, opening a business in North Dakota, you know, if you're looking to open a business anywhere in the, in the 50 states, I think North Dakota is one of the best options. Most people want to do it in California, but the thing with California, it's California. It's not going to work out. Not really, at least. Although this episode is fairly short, may I say, considering all my other episodes are really long. I feel like this has a lot, meaning a lot, a lot, of well-known factors of the state of North Dakota and opening a business here. Yes, it is the state of North Dakota. Yes, I will most likely do more states. But you know, state eleven is kinda gonna it's gonna kinda, kinda be the first state. So yeah. I hope y'all have a wonderful day and bye. Hi, y'all. Episode six of everything about business owning. So, today has been definitely a fun day, especially with business owning. Um, one thing that I just want to say is business owning takes a lot out of you, you have to apply for loans which I think we are going to be talking about that today. As well as, for me, I I use Square for online orders and whatnot. I haven't gotten any yet, but, you know, it's a progress. <laughs> um, Another thing is just being there 24-7 for business owning. You have to. It's a full-time job, but if you love what you do, it or you know, won't be a job technically because you love what you do. Let's get started on <laughs> let's get started on loans. So to go through a loan you can either go through a loan company or you can go through a bank. I'd say try a bank first. See what they say. Get gather some information out on it. You know You don't want it to be too shabby, but then you want it to be one of the best ones. You get me? Feel me? Good. With loans, you can go through Bank of America, um, First State Bank. You can go through all kinds of banks. Uh, Chase, Capital One. I'm trying to think of banks over here on my end. Um... But yeah, you just say, "Hey, can I apply for a loan? Can I see if I'm eligible to apply for, to apply for a loan?" I think that's often part is seeing if you, whether or not you're eligible or ineligible. Because if you're ineligible, you just have to find a way to make yourself eligible. Otherwise, you're eligible. You learn. You grow. Pitter-patter, as Northerns call it up here. I think that's another thing. It's so easy to start a business up in the North, but anywhere else, it's so hard to. I'm not positive how the loan administration does up here, but I know where I'm from, the South, it's hard. Like, to have a ton of money saved up, you have to prove that your credit is good, that you have a good um, checking and savings, inquiry balance. You just have to prove that you have a lot of those things to get a loan. You know? With loans comes a bit of a risk. But, you know, what I've learned over the past couple of weeks is taking risks in life is actually pretty good. Because you never know what you're going to do until you do it. You never know how you're going to do until you do it. What happens if this turns out sideways? Let's just look at that for a split second. Are you going to have a backup plan? Are you going to have a plan B? Because it's always good to have a plan B, no matter what. No matter what situation. Plan B, Plan C, Plan D, Plan F. <laughs> this goes on and on and on, way to Z. And then it goes to Plan 1, Plan 2, Plan 3. A, B, C is 1, 2, 3. But getting alone is not just complicated. It takes a significant amount of time. Some, it doesn't have to. Some, it takes a day. Some, it takes two. But some can take up to a year, even Three years. It's not a decision that you want to go wise on. It's either that or you save up your money. But then yet again, not a whole lot of businesses survive. What a whole lot of businesses do do is fail. But that should not stop you from doing what you love. If in the end, it turns out that you don't want to start your own business because you're afraid of that failure Just stick to what you love still. Just do it in a different manner. Don't own a business. Don't make a business. Because you're risking all of that money, all of that effort and time. You know what I mean? I think that's another thing. Is it's so easy to start a business up in the north anywhere else. It's so hard to. I'm not positive how the loan administration does appear, but I know where I'm from, the South, it's hard. Like, to have a ton of money saved up. You have to prove that your credit is good, that you have a good um, checking and Savings, inquiry balance, you just have to prove that you have a lot of those things to get a loan, you know? With loans comes a bit of a risk. But, you know, what I've learned over the past couple of weeks is taking risks in life is actually pretty good. Because you never know what you're going to do until you do it. You never know how you're going to do until you do it. What happens if you this turns out sideways? Let's just look at that for a split second. Are you going to have a backup plan? Are you going to have plan B? Because it's always good to have plan B, no matter what. No matter what situation. Plan B, plan C, plan D, plan F. <laughs> this goes on and on and on, way to Z. And then it goes to plan one, plan two, plan three. <laughs> C's one, two, three. But getting alone is not just complicated. It takes a significant amount of time. Some, it doesn't have to. Some, it takes a day. Some, it takes two. But some can take up to a year, even three years. It's not a decision that you want to go wise on. It's either that or you save up your money. But then yet again, not a whole lot of businesses survive. What a whole lot of businesses do do is fail. But that should not stop you from doing what you love. If, in the end, it turns out that you don't want to start your own business because you're afraid of that failure... Just stick to what she loves, do. Just do it in a different manner. Don't own a business. Don't make a business. Because you're risking all of that money. All of that effort and time. You know what I mean? Hi, welcome to Back to Everything About Business. owning. I mean, this is your host, Bree, with you back at it again. Um, so. What? <laughs> <laughs> that we are going to be talking about in this episode. It has been a little while since I posted, but you know, better late than never, is do you really need a business plan? Like, what is so important about having a business plan and whatnot? I know in my career path, I decided to take a slow roll on opening my own business because it does take a lot out of you. Um, Like, you have, it's a hit or miss type of deal, so that's kind of, rough. But a business plan is just a very important and strategic tool for entrepreneurs. A good business plan not only helps entrepreneurs focus on the specific steps necessary for them to make business ideas succeed, but it also helps them to achieve short-term and long-term objectives. So I feel like the short-term objective, especially in my situation, is just to save money. It's I don't know, it's kind of hard to save right now, because it's like, you're a teenager, you want to spend, spending is like the greatest thing in the whole entire world, but, you know, if you want a business as much as I do, I'm actually trying to save. So, on that hand, you can as well raise money for your business. Potential investors or lenders want a written business plan before they give you any money. Like, at all. You need a full-on business plan. A mere description of your business concept is not enough. Instead, ensure you have a thorough business and financial plan that just demonstrates the likelihood of success and how much you need for your business to be successful in the long term. And I got this information today from Small Business Development Center from De University. To make sound decisions as an entrepreneur, having a business plan just helps you define the focus on your business ideas and strategies. You not only concentrate on financial matters, but also management issues, human resource planning, technology, and creating the value for your customers. So I know one thing with me, customer value is always, always, always at the top of my list, even at my current job, because no matter what, you always want your customers to be happy. You want them to feel like they're filled and they got everything they needed and make their day on top of that, because who doesn't want a person smiling at them saying, hi, how are you? I hope your day is going well. to help you identify sorry to help you identify any potential weaknesses <laughs> having a business plan helps you identify potential pitfalls in your idea you can also share the plan with others who can give you their opinions and advice identify experts and professionals who are in the position to give you invaluable advice and share your plan with them I know if I was doing something like this, I'd want my dad or one of my friends or even my stepmom to just give me advice. Like, hey, this doesn't make sense. Like, or I don't think this is a really smart idea and take it from me. Like, I'm older, so I'd be like, oh, okay, probably not like that, but like similar. Communicate your ideas with your stakeholders. A business plan is a communication tool that it can be used to secure investments, capital from financial institutions, or lenders. You can also use it to convince people to work for your enterprise, to secure credit from supplies, and attract potential customers. Creating a business plan involves a lot of thought. You need to consider what you want, what you want to do, and use that as a starting point. It does not need to be complicated, as its core, your plan should identify where you are now, where you want your business to go, and how. Sorry, and how will you get there? Writing a good business plan does not guarantee success, but it can go a long way towards reducing the odds of failure. Besides, even if you are not looking for investments, your entrepreneurial plans. Will fall flat quickly without a plan to guide them. So, for you kids out there, or even people out there who do not use planners, that's similar but not the situation. Like, I didn't start using planners until a couple years ago because I didn't like them, but then I was always off balance. I never got any of my work done, and it was just really hard to get around life. But then once I started really using planners, I kind of got my life all in order. So, that could be, you know, something you could consider doing. It's similar, but not similar. Hi again. We're back from that short break. Um. So from the same site, Small Business Development Center in De Quince University in Pennsylvania, we are doing some kind of like questionnaire FAQ things. So these are what other people asks and the workers replied. How do I set up an LLC or another corporate arrangement? Corporate entitles such as LLC, S-Corps, etc. require filing with the state's corporation bureau and involve numerous documents and processes. What are the startup costs? Have you spent any money to get a business started and any money you have spent to establish that business prior to providing any services or serving any customers that are considered as a startup cost and must be factored into the cash flow projections. What is a business plan? It's a document that establishes a plan for where your business will start and how it will grow over several years. What is cash flow projection? Cash flow projections Determine the cash portions of the business at any given time. In a sense, the cash coming in as a revenue each month and the related expenses each month. The ratio between these factors, revenue and expenses, determine the cash position of the business. Do I need a business plan? Again, we talked about this a couple minutes ago. Yes, a business plan is critical for starting a business. It is especially useful for knowing the position of your business at any given time. If you plan to obtain a loan, a business plan and cash flow projections are a must. So just take some advice from here. I got all my information today from sbdc.duq.edu forward slash starting a business.